0: That Metal Interview
1: Chris Boltendahl is our guest on this episode of That Metal Interview and uh, he is the frontman since the early 80s of the band Grave Digger of German descent where they were formed in the early 80s by himself and Peter Mason so uh, anyways here's our guest and they have a brand new brand new spanking album a brand new album by the name of symbol of eternity and you guys can stream it you can find it download it and support grave digger in their journey to rock the world and keep bringing us some badass heavy metal as they always have so anyways let's check out their latest latest single and video heart of a warrior we'll be right back of a warrior is what you just heard you can stream it download it and also you can find the full-length album symbol of eternity out now it's available on all streaming formats and as they always always bring very good metal chris uh speaks of the new album and the making and all that so uh let's check it out interview with chris Dahl of grave digger enjoy (laughs) what part of the world are, are you at right now
2: in Germany, in middle of Cologne
1: How's the weather up there? Is it pretty hot, cold?
2: No, no, it's uh, middle. I think it's 25 degrees and a cool wind and everything's fine
1: Nice, nice. Uh, I'm in Texas and it's uh, boiling hot down here
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, imagine that here. Horrible I was one time in Dallas and it was really hot there
1: <laughs> Yeah We have a new release, a uh, symbol of eternity Uh, just came out August 26th Rock Roar of Angels Records can you talk about this uh, release
2: yeah it's uh, it's uh, our new CD and was released last Friday in Europe and I think also in the US and it's uh, it's a a sequel to uh, our album from 1998 it's uh, about the Crusaders the Night Templars yeah and uh, it's uh, yeah it's a typical Gravedigger concept CD with a lot of metal in it a lot of speed metal and uh, mid-tempo metal and a little bit slower metal but anyway it's true heavy metal from germany
1: yeah i've heard it very awesome awesome stuff as always very very cool stuff chris uh, congrats on that who does the lyrics and who does the arrangements or on this album was it uh, any change there do you do any uh, riffs on there
2: yeah i uh, wrote the uh, complete music with Axel ritz a guitar player together and then I am responsible for the lyrics and uh, the arrangements we did together and I mix and master the CD at my studio here.
1: Nice, nice. I just heard the new single, uh, Heart of a Warrior. True, just as you said, true, just metal, awesome. uh, In your face, heavy metal. Uh, What kind of genre do you think you guys are? Are you just heavy metal or would you consider yourself another type of genre?
2: No, I think uh, our type of genre is uh, it's a typical classical metal from the 80s, with, a, with a, a little touch of modern sound. But at the end, it's uh, entertainment metal, you know, and uh, I see myself a little bit like uh, the Indiana Jones of heavy metal. Yeah, I'm telling stories and good adventures uh, for the people. Yeah, and uh, put it into a good music. And uh, yeah, that's the of heavy metal.
1: Very cool. What is it that you listen to? What's on your playlist? What kind of music do you listen to? Is it all heavy metal, rock, or do you listen to other types of music?
2: I listen to all types of music. I listen to blues music, I listen to world music. Sometimes when I drive in the car, I love pop music, but on the other way, I love my old idols like Deep Purple. They are all cool musicians, and uh, I grew up with this kind of music. Yeah, I, I have my my range is
1: uh, totally wide open. Wow, very cool. So, what, what keeps you going uh, after all, you've been at it for years and years uh, in the music business? What makes you get up in the morning and pick up a pen and write some lyrics, and pick up a guitar, pick up a mic? You know, what what uh, keeps you uh, inspired after all these years?
2: I love uh, I love this kind of music, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit like addicted to this kind of music, and. Uh, I like to create heavy metal songs and uh and uh, record them I, I sing nearly every day here in my studio and doing songs and and all the things yeah and uh i believe in this kind of music uh, my face is very deep and uh yeah i'm very addicted to this uh, style of heavy metal and uh, it's that's the reason why i did it also after 42 years
1: 43 years
2: 42 years now
1: wow very cool so you were there in the 80s what was different in the 80s than uh, what you see now obviously the internet was different wasn't there what uh, what's different now in the, in the music business that you you can share with the the younger audience you know
2: uh, i think uh, that uh, when i was i was i grew up uh, with this kind of music uh it uh, was more culture you know yeah and uh, Everything was a little bit uh, smoother than nowadays. Today it's really fast. Everything releasing records, selling two months or two, one month, and then it's out of the head of the people. But uh, when I was uh, younger and I uh, was 18 years old, I was totally excited when the new Jurts freestyle album was released. And I waited in front of the Record store and picking up the, the vinyl and, and move to the test station, listening to it, and yeah, yeah. Nowadays you have to do a uh, three months uh, before the release uh, to start with the promotion and another video, another video, and another song, and yeah. <laughs> Nowadays the thing is so fast, and you have to concentrate so much on social media and doing promotion, everything that sometimes the artist and his product are got forgotten.
1: Exactly i remember uh back in the early 90s I, I would stand when the well just as like you said you know i would stand in the in line at a record store and i would wait for the release you know the 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 metallica the black album blah 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 you know all these albums you know and you would hold the copy you would check out the lyrics you would uh you know open the booklet and whatever and and nowadays just that, like just what you said you know people are i guess uh or have less attention span now uh you just click spotify or, or whatever pandora and there's the three months uh, or six months of work in the studio all in one click right there uh, without without spending money uh really because uh, there's a free versions of spotify and whatever so that's just a uh, real sad for for musicians right i mean a lot of work and then and then you gotta uh throw videos out there like you said so very different than the 80s right Wow, that's just sad for musicians, you know. And money-wise, let's not get into the subject of uh, money.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, everything is concentrating to the day of release because uh, you everybody want to sell fast before the next bunch of uh, new releases coming. Yeah, you know? and uh, everything is concentrating for the first two weeks. Yeah.
1: Now let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, back in the late '80s, uh, you changed the name to Digger instead of Grave Digger. For some people that don't know and are asking why, why that happened, why the name Digger, what happened there?
2: Oh, the record company at this time, is, they said, hey, you want to do some a little bit more commercial with the Gravedigger? And you want to go to the U.S. and to do touring there? And, uh, and we were young and always drunken. And then, uh, yeah, we said, oh, yeah, we want to do it. And then the record company said, okay, then you have to cut the grave out of uh, the name Gravedigger. We got a producer, a pop producer, and uh, the result was the band broke up with this uh, commercial product and uh, all the old fans lost at this time, and uh, yeah, we we made a break, and then we came back with the Reaper album.
1: So is that the album uh, stronger than ever, than 87, 88?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was the album.
1: Yeah, yeah. So really it was uh, the fault of uh, the record label That uh, with the little uh, change in, in style. Do you blame that right there? That's what it was, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the people don't like it so much because Greedig was a heavy metal band before, and we made some some really uh, cult albums, you know, like a Breakdown* and *Witch Hunter*. And then people were pissed off, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was some kind of tragedy.
1: Yeah, yeah. The people, the fans, sometimes, yeah, you, they get used to a certain style and they want to hear a certain thing. And and some fans will stay, you know. I'm sure, you know, some fans liked it. I like it. And some fans, I'm sure, you know, it's like everything, you know, like Metallica. People bash them for their 90s music, and they want to hear Master of Puppets. Every album sounds like Master of Puppets, and that's not going to happen. So just some fans are hard, you know, and some fans are, are true fans. So I'm glad you kept going. Uh, Well, the trouble there with the band around that time, right? You guys broke up, and, and they came back together, right?
2: Yeah, we came back together. We found back, and really- we fast when we broke up. I think half a year later we started again do, writing music, but, but nobody was uh, interested, you know. And uh, it took us the time uh, to to finish the band line up again and then start playing small venues and everything. Then we made a demo tape and it was discovered by a German company called Gun Records. And uh, yeah, they got us a deal, and uh, then we came back into the scene, and yeah. And here we are, man, after all these years.
1: Yeah, you guys are still rocking, and uh, you guys are doing a, an awesome job. I just saw your, your latest performance, uh, well, not latest, but I saw your performance you just did at uh, Rock Palace, Rock Hard Festival, not so long ago, yeah. It was very cool, you had uh, all the bagpipes out there, and you know, uh, a lot of energy, man. Uh, uh, how was that uh, a, concert, a concert for you guys?
2: Yeah, for me it's every time I, I, I'm, I'm I'm more my birth is done for to stay on on, on uh, the stages you know and uh, I love it play live that is the essence of heavy metal and it is the sense of uh, an artist you know
1: wow, very cool uh, give us an update on Hell Rider
2: yeah. <laughs> oh Hell Rider is a, a product uh, we uh, released last year which, uh, also we Rock on an annual record and uh yeah, it's a, it's a side project, more or less, from the guitar player and me, and yeah, uh, yeah it sounds totally different to Grape Digger, it's more based in punk, or rock and roll, in the Motorhead style a bit, you know, and uh, yeah, it's totally different, Grape Digger is something totally different than yeah. Rider too.
1: Yeah, I heard it. it's badass, badass stuff, very cool, a little bit different, like you said. What's next for yourself, what's on your agenda, what are you brewing right now, what's going on?
2: I'm working on a solo album in the moment. Uh, I hope that uh, we'll uh, see the light of day next year, perhaps in summertime. And uh, yeah, we are in the middle of the recordings. And uh, yeah, we play a lot live shows with Gravedigger. And uh, yeah, yet see what the future will bring. I think uh, when I finish my solo album and sold it to uh, a company, then I was, I think I think we start with a new Gravedigger album again.
1: Nice. Any plans to tour the US or or the world?
2: <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of uh, shows booked next year, also in Brazil and uh, in Belgium. And yeah, let's see. I don't know. In the US, it's it's hard to to tour. The German band now in the US it costs a lot of money, and if somebody gets COVID there, you have to break up yeah. the tour and stop it. And that that is uh, in the moment the risk is too high to do it.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of bands touring right now here. In the U.S., uh, but uh, yeah, you're right, you never know. How is the the COVID situation in uh, in Germany right now?
2: In the moment it's uh, it's smooth, but uh, everybody expects that it will rise again, and the uh, the uh, autumn time, you know, and uh, yeah, let's see, pre-sales are going really, really bad in the moment here, for shows over the summer and uh, over the autumn and winter time, and uh, yeah, I have no idea what it will end up. It's at least.
1: Strange times we are living in for sure, huh? Very weird.
2: Heavy. Definitely.
1: Uh, would you like to send a message to your fans listening to this podcast?
2: Yes. Believe in heavy metal, my friends, and uh, buy our new record. You support the artist and, uh, yeah, hope to, to see us one day live on stage again.
1: Thank you, Chris. Thank you for making time and uh, giving us an update on, on Gravedigger and Hellrider and uh, your solo project that's coming up, so... Uh, we appreciate your time, and uh, keep rocking, man.
2: Thank you very much, my friend. Have a nice day. Yeah.
1: And we welcome you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We welcome you to uh, download and like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and all that stuff blah 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 you guys know what to do so and also uh go ahead and support grave digger go to their uh socials and uh buy buy merchandise uh download their music man uh, their albums date back to 1984 starting with heavy metal breakdown 1985 witch hunter 1986 war games and then they released uh stronger than ever as uh instead of grave digger it was called digger so anyways uh you guys can research all that stuff and support the band man in other words support support them live uh go check them out uh support metal and rock purchase merchandise that way they can continue on and bringing us metal and heavy metal and more metal for us rock metal fanatics so anyways uh symbol of eternity download it. grave digger thank you chris thank you for making time and we appreciate your time and uh For those fanatics out there, thank you for your support of That Metal Interview Podcast. And don't forget to keep it metal. That Metal Interview.